Welcome to the second season, 10th episode of Choice. My experience building relationship with God. I find it needful to continue in Galatians 5, 22, where I was sharing about the fruits of the Spirit in the previous episode. What I'm going to do is start out by reading Galatians 5, 16 through 26 in the New King James Version. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Okay, so this is Paul speaking to the believers in Galatians. In this particular chapter, the reason why I believe it was needful for me to go back and recap on this somewhat in the sense of I shared with you about the fruits of the Spirit, so I also need to give equal time to the works of the flesh that are evident according to Galatians 5 starting at verse 19. And I'll restate. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, 
drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I had shared in a previous podcast my main scripture that was illuminated to me many, many years ago. It's Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. That's all the New King James Version. And what I stated in a previous podcast is the revelation was given to me that the kingdom of God is God's way of doing things. So the reason why I referenced that is because I'm going to say to you at this time, in the portion of the scripture in Galatians 5.19, starting with 21, where it picks up in regards to the works of the flesh are evident, which are going to 21, verse 21 in chapter 5 of Galatians, it picks up with envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow, there's the phrase again, the kingdom of God. So when you read this, inserting God's way of doing things, reading again, starting from verse 21 out of Galatians 5, starting with 21, saying, Envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, will not inherit God's way of doing things. <laughs> Whoa. Because, number one, if we're practicing all the said above works of the flesh, then we're walking in the flesh. Therefore, we are not able to walk in the fruit of the Spirit because we're not able to produce fruit of the Spirit by walking in the works of the flesh. It's not going to happen. Whoa. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which I've stated here today just moments ago. 
These are clear indicators. Very plain and clear indicators that one can observe not only in ourselves as we are moving closer to Yeshua, to Jesus. However, we can observe these in others. And the reason why I'm, one of the reasons why I believe I'm supposed to highlight this portion of the scripture in this particular podcast is because if individuals would take these works of the flesh that are evident, especially when they're in the process of, I'm just going to say, for the sake of conversation, evaluating a person that they're getting ready to get involved with on a deeper than superficial level, then it would save us a whole lot of time, heartache, pain, suffering, heartbreak. Because I'm just going to lay it out there for y'all. Bottom line is, unfortunately, there's a lot of the children of God that get paired up, that pair themselves with individuals that exhibit the works of the flesh. However, they are saved. They have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They've been born again. They're walking out their journey. They're excited about the Lord. They're excited about our Heavenly Father. However, like I was sharing with you earlier, here comes the feelings. Boom. Here comes the emotions. Triple boom. Boom, boom, boom. Whoa. And I'll speak from personal experience. Our feelings and emotions, when we do not have dominion over them, when we have not given ourselves time to allow, to let Yeshua teach us, give us knowledge and understanding about these characteristics and give ourselves to time to grow, to ripen, to mature in God's way of doing things, we, I have let my emotions and feelings put me into a relationship at one time 
that had I had a better strength, a better discipline, dominion over my feelings and emotions, oh, that relationship wouldn't have got past point introduction, period. And it would have saved me from so much pain, heartache, anguish, heartbreak, crushing experiences behind that individual. All the indicators were there. However, I followed my feelings and my emotions. Initially, I was cool. I was handling it. But then, that one day came where he had a fragrance. He was wearing a certain cologne. And oh my gosh, my feelings, sense of smell. I took one whiff of that cologne. Oh my gosh. Oh, he smelled so good. <laughs> oh, and I started falling. For that individual. And. Oh my gosh. He was saved. He was. However. He was immature. In the ways. In the things of God. So. We were unequally yoked from jump. We were in two totally different places in our walks, in our journeys. Oh, but my feelings. Oh, he smells good. Oh, he treats me well. In the beginning, he's kind, considerate. It's like. Oh, my gosh, he's masculine. Feelings. Whoa, 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 feelings. <laughs> that cost me. It cost me a lot. However, I can say this. That experience... To me, although it could have been completely avoided, strengthened my resolve, strengthened my belief in my Heavenly Father, gave me additional experiences with our Heavenly Father that He rose up and defended me on my behalf. And through those experiences, my faith was, it seems like it was tripled. 
in our Heavenly Father. Because when the pain came, when the brokenness came, oh my gosh, and when I laid on the floor, totally crushed, my heart just felt crushed by the betrayal of this individual. Abba was right there, our Heavenly Father. He was right there when I called out to him. He met me right where I was at. He was right there. And because I called out to them, because I was walking towards him that in my journey to knowing him more, he gave me the strength He gave me a refreshing. He gave me the undergirding to walk through and come out the other side of that absolute catastrophe that was designed to to kill me. Bottom line. However, (laughs) I'm on the other side of that thing now. Our God, our Heavenly Father, he has delivered me from that thing. He has restored me. And he has given me his joy afresh and anew again. God is real. <laughs>